people peace be how you feeling man i'm still feeling feeling good feeling full feeling light too how about you nice i'm feeling present and i am feeling motivated Mm, it's a good feeling yeah yeah i love when a week presents these types of opportunity say that Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. Let's get it. Oh, I feel like I need a deep breath. Can you take one with me? <laughs> yeah, I can take one with you. As long as you t- just, you can just take yours yourself. And then <laughs> if you need a deep breath, <laughs> can you take one with me? What? I mean, what the heck? I invited you to a deep breath. At least I didn't invite you to a small breath. Okay. So I have an affirmation. You do? I do. I selected it from my book. Oh, that's fire. I can't wait to hear it. But I'm already, mind you, I'm just really trying to be a good co-host and husband. (laughs) But I'm still tripping off the fact that I need a deep breath. Can you take one with me? (laughs) Like, was I your breath guide or was it just... Because usually when you take a deep breath, it creates the conditions for others to take a deep breath. Right? So Mm -hmm. you say, I need a deep breath. Hey, take one with me, (laughs) y'all. Whoa, but I didn't even need a deep breath. But go ahead. This really is taking me back to that day that you invited me to a deep breath, which is what I just did. And I was like, I invited you, you needed it. You don't know what I did. And that was my problem I had with you that day. That is the exact problem. That's why I took a small breath. You don't know. Okay. I define the time when I need it. Y'all know she needed it that episode. I'll pull it up. (laughs) Now, you got an affirmation for us? I do. I have an affirmation. And it's on page 66 of my book, which is a toolkit for mothers who are investigating grief's process. And it reads, I have compassion for myself and allow myself to feel what is true. I have compassion for others and witness their truths. I am gently and radically crafting a more beautiful world. Mm. Ooh, that's a bar. Give that's me that good, again. right? Thank you. I have compassion for myself and allow myself to feel what is true. I have compassion for others and witness their truths. I am gently and radically crafting a more beautiful world. Mm. Gently and radically crafting a more beautiful world. And I picked this affirmation uh, because I felt like it was fitting for what I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. And it was actually like a recap of my, my trip to see my best friend for her birthday. Oh, yes. So everybody knows who the bestie is. That's why I say, you know who it is. The bestie is Dominica. Uh-huh. And this year, for our 36th year, she invited me to join her in Phoenix to see Janet Jackson for her birthday. Janet Jackson wow. and Ludacris. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And. That sounds like a good time. Oh, Korea was such a good time. Yeah, it sounded like an amazing time. It was such a good time. I I looked forward to it for many, many weeks. And 
one of the things I was really looking forward to was uninterrupted sleep. Let me tell you, that was that was one of the biggest things. <laughs> I bet. Because I, I just got curious, like, what would happen if my homies blew me out, <laughs> blew me out the state to, uh, I, I mean. Yeah. To, to where? To see whom? For me, for we could just imagine James Jackson. Because let's talk about it. You you actually were able to go on a trip and see one of your good friends for his birthday and went and saw your brother graduate. I didn't, I didn't see any concerts. You didn't see any concerts because no. there were no concerts happening just, just at that being particular time. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Well, this friend of mine made sure to have me there with her. She had a very specific list of folks that she wanted to come. And I was so honored that she asked me to join her mm-hmm. for her birthday. And this is special to me because we've been celebrating many birthdays together. Mm-hmm. I think this is our 18th birthday uh, together. And when we realized that, we were like, yo, for the 20th one, we got to do something special. So I don't know what we're going to do. Wait, why are you frowning? Why are you making that face like that? Because y'all, did y'all just hear that? <laughs> did did Am I the only person who just heard that? <laughs> yeah, we're going to. Because neither what one I of the asses live is, in the state where the show was. So, nope, we don't. So y'all plan to do something more special. We're going to do something. We're going to do something real big. And y'all won't even be 40. Nah, we ain't nah, even going to be 40. We're we just going to be, well, gonna be, gonna be celebrating kids, and 20 years, 20 birthdays together. And I'll be there too Korea, with now, the kids. Now listen, now you know we celebrate birthdays. May I remind you, That's we cool. used to be the birthday fairies back That's- and back when we were all in D.C. and everybody had a birthday flyer. Don't be mad, Karika, because you were born in January and you gonna, couldn't. You, we, we could never make it out because of storms and stuff. It's all good. I'm just making sure that it's on record this episode that for the 20th year, y'all going wherever y'all going with the families. No, we not. Shit, me. I'm going to be there, too, with Kamali and whoever else. Yeah, we're going there as a family. Man, That's how we celebrate in 20 years. But I, I name the years to to celebrate how long we've been friends true and i have just been thinking about it the past several days i haven't compiled all my words but i just had so much joy to be able to do that with my friend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that i still get to celebrate her that Mm -hmm. we've been celebrating all of these years through so many changes through so Mm -hmm. many life changes ups and downs and grief and marriage and children and loss and loss like on both sides and to be able to still have this relationship standing as firm as it is, I'm just incredibly, incredibly grateful for it. That's powerful. Name that. Yeah. That is. That's truly powerful. Yes. Especially post-pandemic. Yes. When so many friends and families just don't have the privilege of doing things the way they did 15 years ago, 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Things look different for folks. Absolutely. And I even think about just what the relationship looked like before children, how much time we were able to spend together, how often we communicated. Yeah. And I very much remember the changes that I experienced in all of my friendships after the double transition of Kamayu. And I don't know if this is like the case for you, but like, relationships can change after you have children for sure by loss or by life my relationships with my friends have changed 
And I find that, I find that like, I never expected it. I'll say that. I never expected to have a shift in relationships. I never expected to feel any differences in closeness after experiencing a loss or even the birth of Kamali. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't write about that in um, what to expect when you're expecting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't, they did write about it in like the grief books that I've read, like that mm-hmm. you will experience those types of changes, but it is something that has transformed me in ways that I could not have imagined, especially in thirties, right? Like mm-hmm. in your thirties, you're experiencing changes just in general, right? Like whether it's marriage, whether you are now becoming a parent, those two things right there are huge. Those are huge changes. Yeah. I mean, and, also identity. Not, and not to mention, you know, thirties where a lot of us experience our parents start to age. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They're, so they're even not, that they're, relationship, yeah, not the same people you, you were in your life when you were 17, 18, 19, exactly. or even your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when y'all start getting up there in y'all thirties too. Getting up there, huh? Mm-hmm. Up where? What do you feels like a shot? I don't No way. I don't hey, I don't mind where I'm going in my thirties. Amen. Amen. I'm just talking about a number line. And that's what we're talking. We're talking about celebration right and now. I'm just talking about a number line. <laughs> I'm not I am not throwing no shots. Yo, y'all hear these shots Rika trying to throw? I'm blocking his shots, y'all. I'm not letting him make any. But what I'm saying is <laughs> what I'm saying is I I never expected the changes that I would have to endure in my relationships with my friends. Mm -hmm. And if I'm being very honest, I never expected that to be the case with Dominica either. And I think that, I don't know if it's, I hadn't talked about it much, but you and I actually got married first among our peer group. Mm -hmm. And I remember my friends wanting to still do and participate in the same activities that we had been doing even after I was married. And it wasn't that I couldn't do those things. It was just that now I'm doing things differently because I'm married. Mm -hmm. And I had been for so long, the only friend that had to live with those types of changes and know that side of, the relationship, but man, when Dominica got married, things changed even for me, right? Absolutely. Like, and I'm married. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that same year that she got married is also the same year that we experienced the double transition of Kamayu. And that year, I would say it shook us, shook our foundation, or it added more to our foundation. I actually haven't really like fully processed this, but I remember experiencing Dominica differently uh, because of this new identity that she now had that was unfamiliar to me. Like I'm not used to having to share my friend in a way. And then I know that she experienced changes with me because I'm no longer the same person that I was before I had Kamayu. And so I think that maybe there was a grief there in our relationship and not seeing things the same way. And it never presented as a conflict. 
it just felt different. And you find yourself having to accept these changes and be okay with the changes. But what I know about myself is sometimes I really don't like change, especially things that I can't control. Sounds a lot like Kamali. (laughs) But go ahead. (laughs) I just, I'm feeling like, okay, all right. No, you're right. All right, you're just going to name that right there. Going to put that in my face. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm not saying Kamali is like you. I'm saying adults are a lot like children when Mm. it comes on to our desire to want control. Okay. So you can't block a shot that wasn't shot in your hoop. Okay. <laughs> so don't feel don't feel jabbed. Oh. It's 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 the spectrum of of growth and understanding. Yes. Right? Yes. We have these similar we, we we have a desire for things to remain the way that we know them. Yeah. So that it's comfortable there. Yes. So that we can function there. Yes. But I also know that shaking things up don't mean breaking things. Come on, Riga. Right? Sometimes you gotta shake it. So that it does land on something solid. Mm. Sometimes it is resting on something that is not as solid as rock bottom. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. And the relationships that can endure those changes, those griefs, those complexities, those are those lifelong relationships that you value because you find that they are pressure tested through all seasons of life, not just convenience, not just fun. Yes. And that's who Dominica is to us, right? To you as a, as a best friend. Um, but to us as a member of our tribe, our family, right? And who she has become um, as Mrs. Keys and mm-hmm. looking at Roro and gee, it's it's way bigger than friendship. It is. Right. It's essential. It's an essential bond. Oh, my goodness. And I love that you named it like that, Kariko, because you found the exact words that I'm feeling and I'm like tearing up <laughs> because of it. But it's true. Like. It's one of the friendships that I'm incredibly grateful for and that I have had an opportunity to learn from in my 30s. Stop smiling at me like that, Rika. I'm serious, man. So this is what this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes. I wish <laughs> this one, you could see it because she's crying and I'm smiling and she's like, you named it so well. All I did was listen. I Y'all didn't know fi- Karika synthesized good. <laughs> but I didn't find new language. I literally listened to her. Felicia, this is what you expressed. Oh my goodness. And I, you should give yourself more credit for do knowing how you feel. Oh, you may not have the words for how you feel, but you know how you feel. Thank you. Right. And words aren't the only evidence of knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you. Sometimes they're the last part of no- evidence of knowing. Yeah. But you know how you feel. Thank you, Rika. And I love that you named the, the whole pieces of her family. And this year has been a very special year for us because I think we've been able to see each other in person every month this year. We've been on a roll and yeah, and and we've been celebrating that. And I was telling her um, from the very first trip, (laughs) from the very first trip in January at the beginning of this year, I wrote about our friendship and how I am able to now when like, I know Dominica so well, like I get to know even these parts of her. You know how you you want things to stay the same because they're familiar? Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed to be able to have a friendship so enduring through all of those types of changes. There we go. And like when I see her, I told her like now when I see you, I see your whole life. Like I get to see the part of you that I met all those years ago into the version of who you are now. And it's the most beautiful thing. And that's why I think sisterhood is sacred. 
I'll say it because I don't know if it exists the same way across brotherhood, but sisterhood is sacred. As you just named, it's the it's the enduring parts of all these things. Mm-hmm. And if you just look at traditionally the role that black women play in their families, that is a very unique role. And when you think about the matriarchs and when you think about your elders mm-hmm. or, or your grandmothers and her friends and, and your grandmothers or your mother's friends and her friends and how you have these these cousins. Yeah. Right, who. If investigated on where they fall in the family tree, <laughs> turns out they ain't on that they tree. Ain't a, they ain't got a damn leaf on that tree. Okay, <laughs> they, they're an entire they're, they're an entirely different species of tree, but family nonetheless because we're rooted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I see. I've got to see each other every month this year. One, that's fire. Two, January was that when y'all went to? We uh, went to Reno. Okay. Wow. That is amazing. And and this it is amazing, Riga, yeah. because this could not have happened without like the help of you and how you show up. Oh, ooh, and was, the, oh God, was, here he go. So, I was waiting for that. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> yes. But I'm I'm serious. Like I have so much gratitude for how you show up for me so that I can go nurture these parts of myself. I love the way you worded that. Nurture these parts of myself. That's powerful. Really. Just go ahead and name that. That's powerful. Thank you, Rita. And I mean, (laughs) I remember after having Kamali, and this might be the case for some other mothers, you feel like you have to do everything for them. Mm. And you feel like you have to do everything for them because you want things done a particular way. Ah, that's exactly why. You and think you, you got to do everything. You think you have to do everything for them and, and you want things done in a particular way. And if you don't do it like that, then you feel like you're robbing them or not robbing them, but like that they're not getting all that they're supposed to get. And that takes a toll on it. It toys with the mother identity. Mm. And I want to acknowledge that that was something that I experienced after having Kamali. I didn't feel like I could go see friends or like show up in these uh, other spaces within in my friendships that nurture that part of who I am. And I have learned that I actually can do that. And you have made that possible for me. And in the ways that you honor who I am fully, the same way that I see Dominica, like you see me, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, I didn't realize that, that I had this type of support. So I am incredibly grateful, Riga, for the ways that you make room for me to be able to show up in this relationship, one of my most precious relationships. Hey, that means a lot to me. but. uh... (laughs) No, really. And I'm, I thank you for naming that and naming that on a recorded transcript like this, right? <laughs> no, on a real, because uh, I think as a partner, as a husband, that's who I want to be. Mm. Right? The mm-hmm. value that says, and go. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Go experience. Go do. Go have good quality sleep. Whatever it is, go do it. And that comes a lot from. Um, Wanting to be an active partner, an active parent, mm. right? Mm-hmm. 
And some time ago, me and my partner, Kier, y'all know Kier again. He popped up on one of the episodes. <laughs> but um, Kier and I were talking just around being a father, being a husband. But there was also a segment I believe he shared some time ago. We were just talking about like the ability to be like a, a quality partner in the area of like raising the children, right? Mm-hmm. Not just like the financial contribution or those things. But like for a mother, a new mother or a mother with a new baby, whether it's baby number one or baby number four, mm-hmm. active parenting like requires us to know how to help without you having to delegate a task. Mm-hmm. Because if you're delegating, that means you're just managing the help, mm-hmm. which means you have to take care of the baby and manage your help. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be help that has to be managed, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so vocal about telling you to go. And don't worry. And I can answer questions if you like, but you don't need answers. <laughs> right? Because you are not actively present where you are and you are trying to think about how to meet a need mm-hmm. out of that maternal instinct. Mm-hmm. And Kamali and her daddy is fine. <laughs> right? We be outside. Y'all, right? well, y'all for sure be outside. Let me tell you, you and her be busy. What her dad her daddy busy. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't nothing new. This is not nothing new to her. I know it. I know it. She is used to it. But I, I'm so incredibly grateful, Riga, that you have allowed me space to be able to celebrate my friend all of these years. A friend that you introduced me to. Now you're responsible for this relationship, which is which is why I'm totally. I'm even more okay with it. But creating the conditions that allow you to nurture that part of you. Mm-hmm also nurtures a part of our family yes marriages are not just between the two parties that say i do but that marriage as i've come to know it is this working fabric of love and family Mm. especially the ones you invite there to witness the ceremony yeah especially the ones who are in the bridal party often but in this particular case like the practice of loving more abundantly the one that we imagine is not just in our home, mm-hmm. right? It extends to our relationships yes, and the way we love the people who are in our lives and the way our children see us love the people that are in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because all the while, we're just trying to hand down this, this practice of a liberatory type of love, right? Mm-hmm. One that liberates and doesn't restrict. Mm-hmm. So if daddy loves mom, then my love for you should liberate you and not restrict you. Mm. So I want you to go. I want you to go pour into yourself and nurture those relationships. I want you to feel confident that when you leave, things aren't falling apart. Yeah. I want you to feel restful in your, in your go and restful in your return. Mm. Even if you and your friends were up all hours of the night doing <laughs> God knows what, right? But I want you to have the privilege to do that. Yes. And not privilege. I want you to have the human right, but feel privileged in the quality of care yeah. that our children receive and our home mm-hmm. receives. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I know that sisterhood is sacred. And because I was born with so many siblings in close proximity, yep. I, I recognize that you don't have that same proximity to siblings. Mm-hmm. So Dominica for me is the, 
one of the truest running bonds of sisterhood in your life. She is, man. And I'm just so grateful that our love and our friendship has endured through time in the way that it has and that we get to experience a friendship now as mothers, a friendship now as wives, um, not just not just college buddies, you know, not just um, the same side of town friends, like having this general understanding of where you come from. Like we, we get to experience so many different facets of who we are and bond in that through our friendship. And I get to learn from Dominica in so many ways. She is an incredible friend, not just to me, but to so many other women. She embodies sisterhood as a practice. And I, I'm just so grateful that I get to show up by her side on her day. And I really look forward to the 20th birthday celebration. I don't know what we're going to do, but it's going to be popping, whether we go somewhere, or whether we do something. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the 20th birthday celebration. I don't know what we're going to do, where we're going to go, but I'm telling y'all again, there's no need. I, y'all hear the math. It's that 36, which means that the 20 years, they're 38. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm 37. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't know if I'm 37 or 38 because there's really no difference between the two. So I'll be damned if they think that a 38th birthday is grounds for some grandiose celebration in which they leave the kids and the husbands behind. No, we going. Okay, can Karika, go you can come. You can come. We're not saying you can't come. It, it doesn't matter if I can or can't. I said I'm there. Okay. okay? Well, I'm buying a ticket and Kamali's, and Kamali's he he coming with Now, Kamali. y'all, listen, y'all can go out that night wherever y'all want to. <laughs> Me and Kamali be chilling at the resort, twiddling our toes. Here we go. Right? Because me and Kamali, you know, we like to big kick it. Like, just make this thing clear. <laughs> when mom is gone, Kamali and daddy big kick it, okay? She's <laughs> VIP at shows. We go to concerts. Uh, <laughs> we, had a, we had a show. We had a show in the city. Kamali was there, and she was at the, uh, the 360 uh, machine. I saw her with they the had bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> you know they had bubbles, so they had to spray them bubbles for her all night. So oh, I wish you and Dominica years and years and years of continued friendship and growth in ways that still make you curious mm. about the wonder of a friendship this rich. Yes. Right. And um, yeah, I'll be right there. That right there is the sweetest part of it. Thank you. Without a doubt, I honor it. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. In all the ways that we show up for ourselves, for our community, for our friendships, we investigate these things so we can make sure that we are taking inventory so that we may all love more abundantly. Mm. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver, our producer, Crystal Hill. So from our family to yours. That's a Peace.